Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland Cattle, Horses, and White-tailed Deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. So Molly, today we're going to talk um, with a gentleman about the bluegrass sale that's coming up here this weekend. You want to give us the rundown of what's going to be happening? Sure. So the Hudson Valentine Bluegrass Longhorn Sale is April 8th through 9th in Lexington, Kentucky at the Bluegrass Stockyards. And it's also held in conjunction with the Bluegrass Futurity. Um, Their Friday night sale or their Friday sale is the Friday um, the Oaks Heifer Sale and their Saturday sale is the Derby Cow Sale. And there's a Futurity held in conjunction with the sale this year again, correct? Yes. So looking at the schedule, um, it looks like the futurity starts at 9 a.m. on Friday, April 8th. Um, And then while that's going on, cattle viewing for the sale is also available. Um, And then at 4.30 that day, there is a cocktail hour. And at 5.30, the Oaks Heifer auction starts. And the cow sale starts in the morning um, on Saturday, correct? Not in the afternoon? Right. So the um, auction starts at 11 a.m. on Saturday, and it looks like by three o'clock they're expecting to be done and that cattle can be loaded out. Perfect. Um, So as far as the sale day contacts, you know who they have listed for that? Yeah. So according to the catalog, um, the sale hosts are Miss Lorinda Valentine and then Bill and Elizabeth Hudson. And Miss Lorinda's uh, phone is listed in the catalog. Um, And then the sale day staff, the auctioneer is going to be Dan Huntington and reading commentary is going to be Chase Vasut. The hauler that's listed, I'm sorry, the handler that's listed for the sale is Lee Matthews and his number is listed for anyone that maybe needs to make arrangements on different times to to arrive or leave with their animals. Uh, The ring steward is going to be Ethan Luce. And then um, Mike Willinger with Hudson Longhorns is listed as the sale liaison. All right. Should we bring him in? Yeah, sounds good. So today we have Terry King with TK Longhorns with us, um, and he's going to talk to us about the bluegrass sale coming up this weekend in in Kentucky. Hi, Terry. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So our first question for you is uh, just if you want to tell us a little bit about why you chose to sponsor or consign or be involved with the sale and futurity this year. You bet. Hey, uh, it's just a great facility. Uh, it's, this is one of the state-of-the-art uh, livestock markets in the country, I believe. And uh, it's also east of the Mississippi. Of course, you know, we live in Florida, and so we want to support everything in the east. And it's such a great event. And, and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Joe and Lorenda and Bill and Elizabeth have, have just been great to work with. And we always enjoy that uh fellowship and relationship with those guys and um you know we got this thing started in april of uh, 2013 and it's just gotten better and better every year so um we want to be a part of it we want to have something you know for the people in the east to go to they can travel three or four hours and not have to you know if you go to texas or oklahoma you're 
14, 15, 16, 17 hours away. And this is something that uh, is kind of in our back door and we want to support it. Uh, there's uh, there's something going on in Texas every weekend. I mean, you can go to a show or sale or something. I mean, there's something always to do. And I feel like sometimes in the East, we just don't have enough events. And so uh, this is really, uh, I think, one of the elite sales. And, and we just want to support that and be a part of it. So when you consign to this sale, is what do you look for in the animals that you're going to consign? Well, like I said, uh, I know this is an elite sale. Some of the top cattle in the industry have sold here and, and just brought, you know, record numbers. And uh, Joe and Bill and, and that whole staff there uh, has done an excellent job. I mean, they have uh, went out and, and, and found cattle uh, and brought them over to the east and it just made this, uh, like I said, an elite sale. Um, I, I do think that you need to, to have the total package cow uh, going to this sale. I think you, you need to be real selective. Uh, this, like I said, is an elite sale, and I think that you need to put elite cattle in an elite sale. Does the same go for the futurity? Oh, exactly, for sure. <laughs> you know, that's our... That's our pet, you know, is the fraturities. We love those. Um, we uh, actually own the fraturities, and I don't know if this is what you'd like to hear, but <laughs> anyway, uh, we got started. Nancy went out to Texas one year to, to the uh, fraturity that Donnie Taylor put on, the uh, uh, South, uh, Southwestern Winchester fraturity. And uh, we, she, I went out the very next year, and, uh, and so we, we – we really like what we've seen out there. We really like the the, uh, the thought of the fraturities and and uh, it's just a, a way to showcase your cattle and, and promote your herd and uh, promote your program. And yes, I, I think you you want to bring your your top you know animals to the, the fraturity for sure. So you've talked a little bit about the facilities, the geographical location of the sale, the quality of animals. Um, what what do you look forward to or enjoy about the sale besides those things? Well, well, it's, it's just everything that that goes into that sale. Uh, like I said, these these guys really made this a first class sale. Uh, uh, you know, you, that facility is just amazing. Uh, it has all the little shops. It has food. We have the fraturity there. We have great cattle there. It's, it's just, uh, it's a total, the sale and the fraturity are just like a total package. You know, it's just, uh, uh, the, it's just the, the people that we meet, the friends that we make, you know, up and down the East Coast. If it wasn't for these cattle, there's people we never would have, have met, you know. So it's just, uh, just in the, the people, I, I'd say probably, uh, one of the most important things is, is making friendships and meeting people. You know, we wouldn't know people from Michigan or Maryland or uh, Virginia or wherever uh, if it wasn't through these uh, cattle and through these uh, sales and, and events that we have in the East. So if I remember right, you said you started attending the sale in 2013. Is that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. That was our first one. And so what made you, why did you want to t attend this sale in particular? Um, well, 
Mr. Joe Valentine came to us. Uh, we had been, we had put on uh, a couple of fraternities in Huntsville, Alabama. And, I, you know, about that time is when uh, Joe and Lorenda moved over to Bowling Green. And so he had heard about opportunities and he approached us about having a fraternity uh, in with the sale. And so that was, uh, uh, that's what kind of got us uh, started. Uh, you know, we helped, we had that, uh, we hosted that uh, first fraternity and, you know, uh, Nancy Dunn and Jimmy Jones and myself, we've always been partners on, on everything, on bulls and such as that. And so, you know, we had decided that that's what we wanted to do is, is to put on futurities. And like I said, we'd gotten started in Huntsville, Alabama, and we'd put on two there. And then, like Mr. Joe approached us about, you know, going to Bowling Green. And so we thought, hey, uh, and really we thought, you know, Bowling Green is more centrally located than Huntsville, Alabama. I said, so we thought, well, hey, we can go up there, be connected to a sale. We'll, uh, can pull people maybe out of, you know, out of the East Coast, up uh, in the Northeast, you know, Virginia, uh, Maryland, uh, Michigan, and places like that. So we thought it would be just a, just a great, a great step, you know, for us. And it was, uh, we probably increased our numbers by, 50 or 60 animals just by moving it just a little bit north. Love what you're hearing? Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or a rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now back to the podcast. So let's switch gears for a minute and let's just talk about uh, Longhorn consignment sales in general. So kind of take a walk down memory lane a little bit more here. So um, can you tell us about the very first time that you consigned an animal to any sale and kind of what you've learned since then? Okay, I've, I've got a little story and, and I hope that uh, some of the newer breeders uh, can relate to this. Um, of course, in 2013, Mr. Joe come to me and said, Terry, I want you to put a cow on this sale. And uh, I said, okay, I'll, I'll be glad to. So I come home and uh, I looked at my herd and I said, I got a cow I want to get rid of. And so I filled out the entry form, sent it in. And just a few days, Mr. Joe called me up. And this was about a 68-inch 68, uh, 68 horn cow uh, at that time. This was in 2013. And, of course, that tells you, you know, she's not anything – extraordinary so uh in a real tactful way mr joe said terry i, I need something better than that I, I need you to dig deep into your herd and, and bring us something that's, that's really gonna uh make a difference so we had been showing this cow uh river forks queen of clubs and she was uh, doing really good you know on the uh, maturity circuit and such as that and he said i'd really like you to put that uh river forks queen of clubs cow in Oh, I said, oh, Mr. Joe, I can't do that. She's she's one of my best cows. He said, exactly. That's why I want you to put it in. And uh, I thought about it. And, and he says, uh, he says, well, you do have a couple of heifers out of her. I said, yes, I do. I sure do. And he says, well, you know, uh, you still got that blood. You still got that, that, that breeding in your herd, you know, through those two daughters. And so anyway, after a brief conversation there, we, uh, we agreed to put this cow in the sale and it was, uh, it, it, it was great. It was 
you know, one of the uh, high dollar cows that we've ever sold. I mean, it was really uh, good for us and promoted our program, you know, in a great way. But yeah, that was, uh, and, I, and I hope the young people uh, or young breeders that are in this uh, breed uh, realizes that um, it's probably more important to sell a good cow, even when you're uh, just getting started. I mean, but I, I would I would say that you want to maybe get something out of it, like Mr. Joe mentioned to me. You know, hey, you're keeping you keeping these heifers out of out of this cow, so you still got the blood. But but um, you know, it's it's better it's better to sell a really good cow and promote your uh, program than it is like I was about to do, uh, put a uh, a lower quality animal in there. And people see that's what you what you have. That's great advice. Oh. That's a good story too. <laughs> yeah. So Terry, have you had a favorite animal that is sold at this particular sale? Well, that, that and I mentioned that the River Forks uh, Queen of Clubs. You know, she she really did us well, and <clears throat> she went on to. Uh, Richard Phillips has her now and, and she's done a great job for him. And, uh, and, uh, she also, when Mr. Joe had his, uh, dispersal sale, uh, you know, she sold for about the same amount of money. And then she had a daughter that sold real high that uh, Joe had bred. So, uh, this animal, uh, wasn't just a, a one-time deal. Uh, she, uh, she sold really well the, the second time, and, and Richard Phillips has owned her ever since. And so um, I, I'd say that's what kind of maybe start to put us on the map, if you would say that, is uh, is this cow really, uh, really, really hit a home run for us. And I have to thank Mr. Joe for that. He, he in a really tactful way, uh, encouraged me to put this cow in the sale. And I, I think it really, it, I know it helped our program. So for us out of towners, um, what are some suggestions that you have of different things to do in the area, maybe favorite places to eat or uh, socialize? Um, just give us a give us a rundown of some things to do uh, around town um, if folks aren't going to be at the sale barn the whole time. Okay. Um, truthfully, we've not had a chance because we've been, been tied up in the fraturities or the sales, so we hadn't had a, a chance to really to get out and to look around, even though last year uh, we went back uh, after the sale and visited the Ark and the Creation Museum, which is about 45 miles north of uh, um, Lexington, and it and that 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 is amazing. Uh, you can go up there and just you can spend the whole day at the Ark, and then uh, just a little bit further north than that is the Creation Museum, and we really enjoyed that. So we actually spent two days there uh, just in, enjoying that. And, and there's also the, the horse park there. Uh, we've never been out, but I plan to go out there this year uh, and then enjoy. I've never seen a horse race. I, I won't do that. I want to go out and see a horse race and, and just check out the horse park. We've always had horses ourselves, but like I said, we've never had the time to, to, to go out and enjoy all the things that, that Lexington has to offer. And, um, and also, and y'all might can help me on this, there's a tour. I think you can just uh, ride through some of these uh, farms uh, in your vehicle and you can tour some of the, the, the farms and the barns and, and such as that. And I'm not sure exactly what that what, what that's called, 
but uh, that would be a that would be something else as well. And there's a uh, great food there. I mean, there's so many good restaurants there uh, that I, I would say, hey, there's just a, a, a great number of um, restaurants there to eat and pick from and whatever you whatever you like. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners about uh, the sale or the futurity? Well, I just like to say to the new breeders, uh, uh, come and enjoy uh, all the all the things that, that, that go along with this sale. Um, I, I think it's a it's a great venue. I think that it's uh, centrally located. Uh, you'll never you won't see any better uh, livestock facility. I actually grew up in the stockyard business. My dad was a part owner of a stockyard in Andalusia, Alabama, and, and I can really appreciate that stockyard from having uh, been, you know, uh, a stockyard in our family and such as that. It's just, uh, it's just amazing. The pens and the facility, the shops and everything that goes on there. It's just a great time. And, and I, I would just say this is, this is just a, a, an elite sale. And it's just a great time to, to make friends and, and to make uh, acquaintances with people from all over the all over the United States. Maybe not just in the in the East, but uh, uh, Lorinda and, and Bill and Elizabeth is able to draw people from Texas, from Utah, from uh, Colorado, I and mean, just from from all over. And it's just uh, it's a it's a time to meet people. You know, we see these pictures of people in the in the Trails magazine. And you've never really met them, but this is a time that uh, you can walk up to them and say, hey, I'm, I'm so-and-so, and, and I've heard about your program, and I'll like you to tell me more about it, and, and just start building those relationships. I, this is what it's all about for me, is building relationships, and building friendships with people, you know, all over the country. Uh, you know, we've always been uh, partners on, on a lot of bulls, and the way we did it, is, is getting to know people and getting involved in their program and they're getting involved with our program and just make great friends, you know, through uh, bull partnerships and such as that. And that's, that's the way that when you meet these people and start making relationships with them and everything, that's the way that you get in and have the opportunities to get in on these uh, bull deals and such as that so that you can, you can be, you know, on the cutting edge, uh, with these bulls, so I, I just think it's a, I think it's a great time, and, and if you're uh, new to this breed, I think it's even more important that you come and be a part of, of uh, events like this. Well, Terry, thanks for joining us today. I think you gave people some some great advice about uh, consigning to future sales. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, I just think that. Uh, these young people just need to know how important it is to to uh, build great pedigrees, consistency, predictability, predictability, uh, and and these uh, pedigrees, and, and just building on each generation, and uh, it just makes them more more predictable to uh, to build these pedigrees from these good cattle. I would like to say uh, thank Lee Matthews. Uh, Lee works the back and he did a great job, him and his family. And, you know, it's so important to keep these cattle calm as you move them around and bring them to the security, bring them to the sale ring and such as that. And I just like to give a shout out to Lee Matthews and his family for doing a great job. Uh, the last few years, they have uh, 
work the back and did a great job. And I would like to say thank you to, to Lee Matthews. Well, thanks again, Terry. And we will see you in a couple of days. You bet. Okay. Thank you now. No problem. Thanks, Terry. Talk to you later. All right. You bet. Bye-bye.